Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 43. Today we're going to be talking about step two in the process that I do with clients when I'm working on um, balancing hormones or really basically helping them with whatever they come to me for, whether it's weight loss, some people have injuries that won't heal, some people are just stuck, anxiety, depression, um, pretty much anything on the spectrum is um, there. That's what we're working, um, basically working on. So the first step was last week and that's assessing or reassessing your lifestyle. So if you missed that one, go ahead and listen to that first. Try to take as many of those steps as you can before um, going to this one. That one just gets rid of a lot of the junk and things that um, makes it hard to balance and heal This next step is the next level deeper and it helps you to see. So last week I talked about all these lifestyle changes and if any of them were easy to make, then what's left is all of the things that you weren't able, that aren't very easy to make. So if you realize, okay, last week the sugar was actually really hard for me to get rid of, just even the thought of it is, you know, causing me issues then this is the spot where you're going to go a little bit deeper and you're going to figure out why. So um, last week is getting rid of all of the stuff that's just easy to get rid of. And sometimes it's getting rid of things that you just didn't know you needed to, you know, cut out of your life or things that you needed to bring into your life. So that is an important one to listen to if you're um, working on this alone. So after I do that with clients, I always... um, we, re, we kind of look at, okay, so what's left? So you're able to cut out all the sugar, you're, but you're not able to cut out the flour. Maybe that's one of them. Or the food was a piece of cake, but I just can't cut out Facebook. I just can't cut out Instagram. Um, that's where, we're, this is where this part comes in. So what is going to be super critical for this next step is... Um, learning how to be quiet and hold still and that sounds so simple and it sounds kind of like ridiculously easy until you actually try it so the reason that being still and being quiet is so important is because we normally don't do that and the reason is is because our brain knows if it can keep us active if it can keep us focused on other things then we will never uncover the crap that we're holding in, right? Or the crap that we are working on or need to work on, right? So an example would be um, if I know, I'm going to stick with the um, Instagram, social media, okay? So if I know, all right, I got rid of all of this other stuff, but every time I have a minute or every time I go to sit down and work, my social media, like I got to check that post I got to check this and it's like this little voice in you right is trying to talk and get you to go to distract you that's something that really needs to be addressed because the way you do that one thing if you're always giving in and um, checking the social media when that's a time you should be working or doing something that you had planned right then we know okay your brain doesn't want you to is trying to get distract you from doing that one thing regardless of what it is right so if your brain has that much power and can get you every so many minutes to go check social media to check your email whatever it is 
then we know that that's the way it's happening throughout your life. So that one decision is going to carry over to all decisions in your life. And you've heard me say this on other podcasts is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So learning to be quiet. So I get the craving to check social media, let's say. Um, Then all of a sudden I have a new strategy, okay? Before I check social media, I need to just sit there for a second and I just need to be quiet, okay? And it's going to be, it's just like any craving. You're going to, it's going to try to talk louder. Just go check it. It's just going to take a second. Just, you know, it's going to give you all of these reasons why you should just go check it. But I'm asking you to just sit there for a second and find where that is in your body. Where are you feeling that desire to go check social media? Okay. And this, this you would do with any of the items that are, um, that we talked about last week that you're not able to get over. So I have clients that, um, just have a negative thought process. And so they might go into a negative spiral and this is where they're going to do this exact same thing. Hold still, take a deep breath. Okay. Where do I feel this in my body? And it might be new to you to not to do this, which probably is. Um, but I just want you to know that it is somewhere in your body because you have a thought that thought creates a chemical response in your body, which is your emotion. And that emotion sends a chemical response out into your body. So that chemical response will take place either throughout the entire body. Maybe it's in your low back. Maybe it's in your shoulders, your solar plexus, your chest. Like it's just a matter of now you're going to start recognizing where it's at. Then once you've sat quietly and you found it, right, you've located it in your body, then I need you to just look at it for a second. So find that spot. And then as you're looking at it, you just ask your body. And this is where I I always have people kind of giggle and say, you want me to talk to my body? I'm like, I want you to talk to your body. That's what I want you to do right now. So you're just going to ask that part of your body. Okay. So if I'm feeling it in my chest, the desire to go check social media, it's annoying all the time. I just can't get anything done because I have this desire, right? Hold still, find it in my chest. And I'm going to just ask my chest. All right. Ask that part of my body. What do you not want me to see or what do you not want me to uncover? And then you're going to sit there. Okay, so this might sound a little bit crazy, but I can guarantee you if you can do this, then your brain starts to realize, oh, crud, she's on to me. She's not going to just push things under the rug anymore. Okay. Now, you're probably going to start to get antsy at that point. You're probably going to get, fr- you know, like, I don't know, there's nothing. That's There's just nothing, nothing that I can't uncover. And your brain's going to try to tell you all of this. But I'm going to tell you to sit there longer until you feel like there's something that you want to uncover. And in the case of social media, right, it's probably like um, some sort of jealousy, confidence issues, lack of self-esteem, you know, all of that kind of stuff, it might come up. 
Now, at that point, when it comes up, you get an answer, then um, you get to choose. So you get to either get really ticked off about it or you can just be find it as a piece of information, which I, that is what I tell my clients to do. So I find out, crud, I'm super jealous of such and such because they're doing all these amazing things and it, you know, I, I just am super jealous of them. That's, that's what I find out, right? So I can either get really mad that I'm feeling jealous or I could just use it as a piece of information, which is what I want you to do. Like, that's interesting. I seriously had no idea I was that jealous or I even had jealousy until right now. And then you're, you have this piece of information that your brain can, um, that you get to work with now, that you get to understand. So when we're working on balancing our hormones or healing things or fixing stuff in our lives, if we don't uncover this stuff, then we never are... the bottom line is never addressed. Okay. So, um, it's really important to understand that you want to find when you're sitting there, what your thought is that you are not trying, that your body is trying to hide. So I'm going to say that again. When you're sitting there quietly, you want to find out what your thought is that your body and your brain are trying to hide. That's your brain, right? So, as soon as you can find that, that's going to release some of the stress off of your body. That's going to bring down your cortisol levels because now it's as if it's uncovered a hidden secret, okay? And I don't know about you, but when I, you know, somebody would tell me a secret and I can't tell anyone, then I feel like, oh crud, I'm going to slip. I'm going to accidentally say the answer. Like there's you know, like it's just a stressor to have a secret. And so that's what I'm proposing is that these hidden thoughts that we didn't even, we most of the time don't even know that we have are causing us a problem. So here's a perfect example. Um, I woke up this morning feeling a little funky and I just know it's, you know, I think it's like six days before my period. So that's normally when I can tell my estrogen, estrogen levels drop. Um, And it's mostly like, kind of like I'm starting to feel a little bit foggy and stuff like that. So I'm just knowing I need to take a little bit care and a little bit more caution of my body. Okay. So I wake up, that's happening this morning. Well, I um, am in the bathroom. Well, I'm going into the bathroom. Here's, here's my lovely story. You guys all get to experience this with me. I'm going into the bathroom because I have to go to the bathroom, right? Well, my son's in there putting hairspray on, I don't know, using my husband's hair products, whatever he's doing. So, but he jokingly says to me, like, get out, get out. This is my bathroom. Like totally like joking and being silly. Well, I thought that I was joking back to him and I was like, you're rude. You don't even like me. I'm, I take such good care of you. I'm not, you can walk to school. And like, we were told, it was like a bantering, but it was kind of a joking, which is actually really funny because it really drives my husband crazy when we do that, which I thought it was just joking, but today I uncovered something totally new. So he says that, right? So I step outside of the bathroom with my blow dryer. So I'm kind of on the, I'm outside of the bathroom door Basically, I just gave the bathroom to him, but I still have to go to the bathroom. And so I, like a little ticked, 
I guess I was a little frustrated that um, he was taking over my bathroom when I had to go to the bathroom. So I'm blow drying my hair outside in the hallway away from him, right? And I, I kind of am leaning over with the blow dryer and I freeze and my back just like flares up. I couldn't even move. It was, I've never had this happen before. I've seen it happen to my husband and I just was like, get, take this from me. And he's just shocked. He's like shocked. And I was like, I can't move. Seriously, I cannot move. And I like started having tears running down my face because I was in so much pain. And he takes the blow dryer and he's just looking at me like, what the heck? And I'm like, seriously, I cannot move this. My side is killing me. My whole back is like a total crazy muscle spasm. And I was just frozen. And, um, he takes it from me. I'm trying to breathe through it. And I just closed my eyes. He's asking me questions. And I was just like, hold on just a second. I got to figure this out because I knew it was emotional because of what had just apparently happened. And I try to figure it out like this all the time. So I close my eyes, focus on the pain. And the thought just comes to me like that. I thought that it was rude that he told me to get out of the bathroom when it's my bathroom. And, um, I just started talking. I just started saying like what was coming to my mind, like actually verbalizing it. And he's just looking at me like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know it went like that bad. But as I talked through it, my range of motion came back. Like I just kept talking about it. And um, apparently there was other stuff that I was like, don't talk to me like that. I'm your mom. Like we should, like, we shouldn't even banter like this, all of that kind of stuff. And I um, was able to express that to him and I totally got my full range of motion back in like five minutes from being totally crazy muscle spasmed where I couldn't even stand up or move or hold anything to I just addressed what happened right then and talked about it with him and, um, you know, was able to make it dissipate. So that's an example. Now, a lot of times we're not like able to or we don't feel like we're able just to voice the stuff we're not able to like um address it out loud or we feel like we're not able to so what I could have done right is just like address it in my head like oh that's interesting that thought's coming up oh that interesting that that's interesting that thought came up and really all I did was look at my thoughts which was crazy because I didn't even do anything about him. I didn't forgive him. I didn't even like say, you you know, we need to talk about this. We need to fix our relationship. I All I did was look at my thoughts. And that was when I work with clients. Yes, we always address the thoughts, the thoughts that are, un, you know, causing you to not lose weight, the thoughts that are causing you to hold on to that belly fat, the cause that are causing, you know, you to not want to have sex, all of these kinds of things that you can't see yourself. So now I do this all the time every day with clients and with myself. So that was easy for me. But when I first start out with clients, they're not seeing a lot of this stuff that's taking place in their thoughts. You know, they don't see that these thoughts until I start pulling them out and we really start working. Now, I could have been bedridden for days, which I've seen happen with my husband, with other people, right? Like an injury that just won't heal. I don't know. It just happened out of the blue right? Like that could have been, that very well been the case, but it was, I had these tools and that's one of those things that I was able to do. So if you are getting a result that you do not want, any type of result, physically, emotionally, 
spiritually, you know, like mentally, all of these things, if you are not getting the result that you want, that's what you have to uncover is that thought, okay? Because that thought is what's causing the stress inside of your body, which is then causing your hormones to be out of balance, all right? So I also was like, I could have blamed it on, well, you're just PMSing, you just can't handle, your body can't handle stuff right now, which I would have done about 10 years ago, right? But I, that's not an excuse to me anymore, right? I know my estrogen levels are dropped a little bit today, but it's not going to be one of those things that I, the, I'm not going to give my body permission by having the thought, well, it's just the estrogen, your estrogen's low, so you, you don't heal as fast or... So you could see how that could be a dangerous spiral. So remember, here's your steps. You want to, um, you have a physical symptom or anything like that. You want to find it in your body. Okay. Be quiet. Hold still, which is going to be, those are going to be your two hardest things. Okay. And, and then you're going to look and just ask that part of your body, what do you not want me to uncover or what do you not want me to see? All right. Then from there, you cannot take the answer. I don't know. Okay. Your brain's going to say that everybody's always does. The other thing that everybody's brains always say is it's just something silly. It's just something dumb. Okay. That one's not an option either. Don't take those for answers. Sit there long enough to get something more, um, something deeper. And it's normally something that is so tiny and such a small little thought that is causing the problem that you're like, that can't be it, but it normally is. I'm just telling you, okay? Then you get to choose what you do with that thought when you figure out what it is, okay? So you can just look at it as a piece of information. You can forgive it. You can, you know, hopefully not get ticked off about it. Whatever it is, I, I prefer to just use it as a piece of information about my body, okay? Then that's pretty much all you have to do at that moment, when I work with clients, we work on redoing those thoughts, right? Coming up with new thoughts that are going to serve their body so that they no longer creep in anymore. But um, for the for that time being, just address, just look at it. Just look at it as if you're a third person or, you know, from the outside. And watch what starts to heal inside of your body. Don't use uh, low estrogen as an excuse. Don't use the PMS week as an excuse, no excuses, okay? Just look at the thoughts that are um, coming up as you look at that part of the body. So this is step number two to balancing your hormones. This is step number two that I do in depth. And this one, normally that's why I do coaching for at least three months is because this one um, takes a while to learn and takes a while to understand. So that's why I do three, six, nine, even up to a year, um, 12 months of coaching because it's, um, this is something that does, it takes teaching and learning and practicing and somebody else normally pulling out your thoughts to be able to really do that. So I hope that this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions because, um, I would love to, to help you. We could get on a consultation or whatever it is just to get you to really practice some of this stuff. So let me know if you have any questions, um, follow me on social media. And if you would be so awesome, um, if you're sharing this, if you could review it, I would love it. That would just help. We could serve more people um, that could really benefit from this type of work. So I look forward to um, talking to you next week. Have a great week. Bye.